of Satan and devils and demons. Now, this isn't a very popular topic to preach about, so I think I'll just go for it. Um, it's not a very common one to preach about today, probably because, again, sometimes when certain themes are preached about that maybe remind us of the church of yesteryear, like maybe the, a church that seemed maybe uh, too, that used, that used to dwell maybe excessively on rules and punishment, a bit Jansenist. We had very Jansenist ter- uh, uh, t- tendencies in the church in Ireland. Uh, anything that kind of reminds us of that is kind of anathema these days. But I, I think it, it, these are still important topics to deal with because they're realities. But again, with all of these things, with all these spiritual realities, we always keep in mind, we know how the story ends. We know that we win. We know that the Lord is victorious. We know that the Lord has already won this battle. And it is absolutely that, a battle. It's a battle, light against darkness, good against evil, Satan, and all of his demons against the forces of good, the, 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 the forces of heaven. But we know, as I said, we, know, we already know how it ends. And interestingly, he knows how it ends too. He's not stupid. He knows that he loses, but he just won't stop anyway because it's just the, his pride won't allow him. I mean, he has, he has an angelic intellect anyway, so he's not going to make a... They don't make rash decisions. They're much more enlightened than we are. So the decision that, that, the, that the, the enemy, Satan, made against God is made forever. He won't suddenly change his mind when he's in better form or has slept in or, you know, someone brings him a nice coffee in the morning. Maybe I was a bit harsh, shouldn't have rebelled. No. The decision is made forever. Uh, so he, he, he knows, he knows that he can't win. He knows that he will never win. But his pride will not allow him to admit that. And so he'll try and wreak havoc and try and mess up the church and try and torment us and distract us and push us one way or the other. Anything except the way the Lord asks us to go. Anything else. Anything else but just not God's will. So, so we're engaged in a battle. Padre Pio once said, quite famously, if the demons that are around us were to manifest in corporeal form, if they were to take on a body, they would darken the sun. Don't tell your children that. Uh, but, sorry. But, um, but what, what the point he was trying to make is that there were quite a lot of them around. Again, though, we always, we always keep in mind, see, we know how the story ends. So whenever we talk about these things, we never do so to invoke fear, but in fact, if anything, to invoke confidence. There's a spiritual battle going on. Absolutely. The demons are real. Absolutely. They ugly. Absolutely. But they can't win. Uh, a priest who used to speak about these kind of things quite a lot, uh, he described it to me this way. Uh, or in a conference that he gave, he described it this way. He said, like, the, the, any demon, Satan, and all of the demons, they're like, they're like a really vicious dog, right? Just snarling and drooling and teeth and uh, vicious barks and so on and so forth, right? Uh, but he's on a chain. So he's not free to go wherever he wants. You know, he looks all intimidating and stuff. But once you don't get in within range, he actually can't harm you. So we've been baptized. So because we're baptized, then we belong to Jesus. So then we're his. And so we're safe. But we can choose to go within the range of the dog. And this is, this is like you know, any of our sins. We, go, we choose to get within range. We, we, we get within the length of that chain. And we choose maybe to have a little chat with the enemy about how things could be, should be. We engage with, 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 with temptation. And rather than doing what the Lord asks us to do, which is this beautiful line from, from St. Peter. It's, it's Peter, 1 Peter 5.8. It 
Now, there's a couple of details here which are very, very important in, in this spiritual battle. It says, number one, discipline yourselves. Two, keep alert. Three, for your enemy, the devil, is prowling around like a roaring lion looking for someone to eat. Number four, stand up to him strong in faith. Stand up to him strong in faith. So it, it starts with discipline yourselves. Okay? So disciplining yourselves, that's the, the practice of every day where we don't give in to every appetite that we have do you know um i have to i only eat certain foods i only drink certain drinks i only spend my time the way i decide you know so i'll spend all my time entertaining myself whatever it may be i lose all these opportunities then to actually to live a life of a bit of discipline you know even as a as, as, as a parent uh putting the needs of everyone above my own so the needs of my husband or wife children putting their needs first, and I serve them first. And then, then, then yeah, my legitimate needs after that. But that, that's all discipline. This, this teaches us to not instantly just react when there's a temptation. Well, how do you, how, what's, uh, who, who was it? Uh, there's a friend of mine who shall remain entirely nameless. But he said, you know, I can resist anything except temptation. <laughs> you know, I can resist anything except temptation. That often there's this kind of, this, 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 and it's a temptation itself that the only way to satisfy a temptation is to give into it. So you have an itch. You just have an itch, just have an itchy shoulder. What's the solution? Well, well itch it. <laughs> you know, you're, you're thirsty, what's the solution? Drink. You're hungry, what's the solution? Eat. You have a temptation, what's the solution? The opposite to everything we've just said. It's actually to deny yourself. Don't give in. Don't satisfy that itch. And, and, and that's, that, that's, it's kind of, because you go, well, but I kind of, I have to, I'll explode or I'll die or I, I don't know. I mean, I have this, this thought, this idea, I, I, surely I have to fulfill that to be, to be happy. You know, I have to look at this thing on, on the internet or I have to um, desire this person or I have to have this much money or I have to, I want, you know, if this other person falls off their wonderful pedestal, then I'll be happy. You know, all these kind of temptations that we have. And the way to, to satisfy that isn't to, to let it happen, but to fight against it until it's gone. So in this, in this spiritual battle, in which we are engaged, whether we realize it or like it or not, we are in a spiritual battle. So there's a battle going on for your soul and for the souls of those around you, for the souls of your children. In this spiritual battle, St. Peter is giving us advice. Number one, discipline yourselves. So regular prayer, regular acts of service, Regular acts of self-denial. The, 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 the myriad of, of, of situations and opportunities that each day will present us to choose love, to choose service of others over your, your own needs. Okay, so discipline yourselves. Then keep alert. I find that the best way to keep alert in, in, in the spiritual battle is, is this sound, might sound really simple, and apologies if it is, but... When one prays, if you pray, if we live a life close to the Lord, and so we're trying to avoid mortal sin and venial sin for that matter, and you're trying to live from the sacraments, trying to live a life of grace, you have a divine light in your soul which helps you to see right and wrong, which helps you to recognize, no, that's, even if I can't quite explain it, that just doesn't feel right. Do you know, we were even having a bit of a, a burger there in a certain fast food place yesterday and we were watching some a ridiculous TV show uh, well we weren't watching it we were just laughing at it really but then the, the, but then the ads came on 
and and the I don't know what the ad, I don't know exactly what the ad was for, but there's just a lady walking towards the screen uh, in her underwear, basically. And it was just great to see all the lads just go and just look away, just kind of instinctively. This isn't going to be good for my little brain. Look away, and just instinctively, that's ah, not good. Do you know? And into the burger, and but it's just that's that's living a life of virtue, where you could kind of go, well, it's it's just an ad. It's on public TV. I mean, it's not a sin. <laughs> You know, and justify it. But just instinctively, you just kind of look away and chow into the burger. That's it. That's it. That's, that's an opportunity provided to you to choose purity. You just won. That's, so the more we live a life like that, where, where, where we're living a life of grace, the more we just simply recognize right and wrong. So we're much more alert to it because we're much more aware of it. We're much more sensitive to it. Okay. Discipline yourselves. Stay alert. And then this, St. Peter gives us this image. Like a roaring lion, your, your adversary or the enemy is prowling around looking for someone to devour. <laughs> Fairly graphic description. But St. Peter does that deliberately to show this is, this is, we're not messing around here. This, this stuff is serious. You know, we get this spiritual battle wrong. You could lose, we, I could lose my soul. If I, if I get this wrong, like, I could actually lose my soul. So this, 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 isn't, a, this isn't a game. Uh, we're playing for the highest possible odds, highest possible goal, eternal life. So this is worth fighting for. This is worth striving for. This is worth praying for. It's worth denying ourselves for. In this battle, we are simply never alone. Even when we feel, when, we, when, we, when it feels dark, when it feels cold, when it feels lonely, we are never alone. Because the Lord is always with us. Always. Especially when we've received Holy Communion. He's with us in a very particular way because he lives within us. So the enemy might look ferocious and drooly and violent and powerful. But he's on a chain. God isn't. No matter where you are, the, the, the grace of God, the consolation of God, the touch of God, the, 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 the guidance, that, that, that protecting hand of Jesus, it's always available to us. Always. And, and we, can, we can live in that presence, in that, in that closeness with God. And the times we can't see him, it's because he's standing right behind us, defending us. But we can't see him. So we're engaged in a spiritual battle. But the victory's already won. All we have to do is just really believe that and live out of that in every little battle that comes our way. And if we do have temptations or maybe even what sound like voices telling us to give up, telling us not to pray, telling us to give in to a certain temptation, to not listen to anything that's good. You know, these kind of things happen too. We just hear these, don't listen to the church, church full of scandal, don't mind them, don't mind them priests, they're all corrupt. You know, and anytime we hear something good, we just miss that. Anytime we hear something bad, yeah, see, see how bad everything is, see how dark everything is, just, just give in, just give up. It's easier. It's very, very important for us in those moments <clears throat> to call on the name of the Lord and to ask him in his divine power to fight the battle for us. And so you can say, you can say, it's not an exorcism, but you can say, in the name of Jesus, be gone. In the name of Jesus, get back to hell where you came from. In the name of Jesus, leave me now. Or I'll call my dad. 
right? In the name of Jesus. You, you, I mean, you can say that. Like, you, you, like you, you have a certain amount of, like, if you will, priestly power in virtue of your baptism. So you can say, in the name of Jesus, you're not, you're not commanding. You're not like, you're not, it's not your authority that you're drawing from. It's the authority of God himself. In the name of Jesus, be gone. And if you have to do that a hundred times a day because the voices won't leave, say it a hundred times a day. These are like spiritual weapons that we have. Primarily the sacraments, of course. Stay in a state of grace. If, you, if, you've, if you've sinned, get confession. Live from the Eucharist. Draw from the, if you're married, draw from the sacramental grace of your marriage. If you're ordained, draw from the sacramental grace of, 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 of holy orders. Draw from the grace of obedience if you're in religious life. All, all, we have so many, sources, so many sources of grace if we wish. Draw from them, by all means, absolutely. Live from that every single day with the confidence that the battle is already won. I tell you solemnly, all men's sins will be forgiven and all their blasphemies, but let anyone blaspheme against the Holy Spirit and he will never be forgiven. He's guilty of an eternal sin. I would have finished the homily just 10 seconds ago, but that not line I, needs a bit, just a little bit of clarification, if you don't mind. I'll do it really, really quickly. Uh, so people sometimes ask, why is that? Like, why is there a sin that God won't forgive? Why, wouldn't, why, wouldn't, why would God withhold his mercy? Why would he say, I'll forgive that sin, that sin, that sin, but not that one. I'm never forgiven that one. Then he sounds kind of like us. <laughs> Do you know, I'll forgive you that, that, and that, but I'm never forgiven that. Do you know what I mean? Like, why would God do that? So, we have to understand this, what's this blasphemy against the Holy Spirit that we're talking about? So, blasphemy against the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the personification of love. Personification of love. So, Father, loving the Son, Son, loving the Father, and that divine, eternal love, from, that, from this divine, eternal love, the Holy Spirit proceeds. So, the Holy Spirit is, is love incarnate. So a blasphemy against the Holy Spirit is, is a sin against the love of God. Now, St. Faustine and other saints would, would consider the greatest attribute of God's love to be his mercy. So the, the, the blasphemy against the Holy Spirit is to say, God, I don't want your mercy. I don't want your mercy. I don't want your forgiveness. Now, if I don't want God's forgiveness, what's he supposed to do? He, he's offering it. So this is what you need to get into heaven, right? You need, you, you need my, my mercy. I, I will wash you clean. I will prepare you for this wedding banquet. All you have to do is say, I accept. If I refuse God's mercy, what, what do you want him to do? What, what more can he do? What more? What, what couldn't? What, what, what didn't he do on the cross for us? It's all done. All we have to do is receive. So if I say, I don't want it, that's, that's why I can't be forgiven, because it's, it is forgiveness. If I don't want God's forgiveness, then I'm, I'm stuck where I am. As soon as I, I, I want God's forgiveness, then it's, it's available to me, absolutely. It's, it's, it's available to me at all points, but I, I just must open my heart to it. So that's why it's so important to, to live in this awareness that in the spiritual battle, we're nothing. God's everything. God's everything. And that's where our confidence comes from, that we can engage in the spiritual battle without having to be petrified of, of, of the enemy. Even if you were to manifest, I don't really care because the battle is won. Jesus is the Savior. We have a Trinitarian God who is love. And because of that, we have nothing to fear, ever. So we ask the Lord, our strength and our shield, our portion and our cup, to fight our battles with us, within us, and for us.
that we might see his victory in our lives. Amen.